The incredibly sad news came through today that Renee Gaya had passed away. She apparently died from complications from hip surgery, and it was also discovered that Renee had inoperable lung cancer. Family has put out a statement already saying she died peacefully amongst family and friends. We're incredibly sad here at Suddenly Senior to hear that news. She was so much fun when we talked to her late last year. And so we thought we'd replay this interview with Renee. She was such a force of nature and such an icon of Australian music. And here she is, Renee Gaya. Let's go on yeah, a trip. let's go on a trip. Yeah, baby. It's not too bad. What was the question again? <laughs> okay, let's go. I'm Angela Caterns. I'm Ian Rogerson. And welcome to Suddenly Senior. This is a podcast series for those of us who've reached a certain age in life. That's right. You can join if you're not our age, but it'll be a lot more fun if you are. <laughs> so strap yourselves in, check your blood pressure, light your spliff. Pour yourself a small bevy and let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what's your favourite Rene Gaia song, Ange? Well, well, it's a man's world. It's a man's world. just unbelievable yeah that just sends yeah. shivers up and down my spine and that, and that was what really kicked it all off for her mine has got to be heading in the right direction i don't know what it is about that song but since i knew we were talking with renee i just can't get it out of my head Never mind John Farnham. Our next guest on Suddenly Senior is The Voice. She has thrilled us with her renditions of soul, R&B and jazz songs for, I'm going to say, more than 40 years, and she's still going strong. Renee Gaya, welcome to Suddenly Senior. I can't believe it's a show called Suddenly Senior. (laughs) (laughs) It's shocking, isn't it? (laughs) It's just dawned on me that I'm on a show called Suddenly Senior. Well, you are, aren't you? <laughs> I know, I know, and I'm suddenly, I suddenly am senior. However, I just don't, I just haven't heard it quite like that. <laughs> Is this the moment you realised you were? Well, I don't sort of ponder it very much because I don't sort of feel senior. I don't sort of obviously act senior, and people don't don't treat me like senior. So when I hear it, I, I think to myself, well, of course it's accurate, but I just don't. It just feels weird hearing it, that's all. <laughs> Do you ever reflect back on, on you know, on, on how you differ now from the young Renee, how the senior Renee differs to the young Renee? No. No, because, like I said before, I, I don't ponder it very much and I don't, I don't act, I don't behave in terms of, oh, this is my age now, so this is how I'm behaving. I just have always behaved terribly and um, <laughs> I'm still behaving terribly. You know, I just Excellent. act the way I've always acted. Excellent. Thrilled to hear it. Renee, I've wondered how have you been able to get away with that all this time? Is that because you are such a talent? Um, or- That's what I was just about to say, of course, because I'm so talented <laughs> that people are just like, well, you know, she's so talented, we just have to just put up with it. And I never do anything quite 
too as bad as you know. I'm always very careful to just draw the line, you know, just right before the edge. <laughs> <laughs> just step back from the edge. But so you must surely become wiser and more sensible. I'm sure. I'm sure. You know, on paper, I'm sure I am wiser and more sensible. <laughs> um, but I, you know, again, I, I'm too busy living my life. To ponder it, you know, and that's that's the truth, you know. But I'm sure, in retrospect, I'm sure that I'm, you know, because I've done so much and I've done it so many times. Like, for instance, us setting up now, I would have been so pissed off 20 years ago mm. that would have I would have been already pissed off and out of there. And, uh, and now I've sort of come to the point where I, I know what has to happen and so I just bear with it, you know. So that, that stuff comes with just being around a long time, you know. Mm. Yeah. Tell us how um, growing older affects your voice, Renee. It can only get better, really. It only gets better. I, I'm, I'm lucky I picked, you know, rhythm and blues and the blues because the worse uh, state your throat's in, the better it sounds probably for that sort of line of work. But that's not, you know, that that's something that I take advantage of. I just have never had an issue with my throat. But I'm sure if I was, um, you know, a high-voiced soprano I might have trouble now you know mm. but it's just not ever been my problem I I think with the blues you can sort of you can sound however you want to sound you know yeah mm. well it, you know it, it I keep thinking of Johnny Cash and his version of Hurt and all his life experiences there in that song and and I guess that's oh my what God. you bring to the blues yes and I wish I had a Rick Rubin to come and bring me into the, the 22nd century or whatever it is um, because I love that, what Rick Rubin did with him on that. But um, that that Nine Inch Nails song, right, Trent mm. Reznor, mm. I freak out when I see that Johnny Cash video, the video of it because, I mean, if you're listening to it, it's it's fantastic and it's got every element of what that song is about. But when you look at it, it's, it's frightening to see because it's just it's pretty pretty horrible video don't you think well it's so raw well yeah and it's just very I, I just don't think I'd be as um open to letting myself be completely on the block or just out there like that mm. uh, for all to see at that point of age you know yeah. I, I don't know I, I I my ego is still a little bit probably a problem for me I'm still <laughs> I'm still trying to look very magnificent and I've never achieved it but I'm still trying <laughs> Rene you thankfully survived various battles during your life with drugs and with cancer do you feel a bit invincible now wow and when you say it like that man oh man have I survived I just have never put it in words like that. But, yes, yes, I've survived drugs. I've survived cancer. I only have one boob. I mean, really, if only I had have known to say to the doctor, please, just take them both. I'm going to look silly with just one. <laughs> Sorry, I digress. <laughs> but these are the problems I'm having, you know. Mm. <laughs> I, I, I don't consider it surviving a battle. I just think it's just I'm going through life and I'm learning as I go and uh, and having a marvellous time, by the way. You've got an amazing attitude. You obviously just deal with shit as, it, as it's thrown at you, which well, is I'm, I'm in absolute, absolute denial. I'm in denial, <laughs> which is probably very good. Yeah, that's a good place to be, I think, being I'm in, in bliss, denial. I'm in blissful denial. Well, uh, you know, it, it also has a lot to do with your business because it is, you know, a business you can 
keep doing and 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 you're still touring you you're still performing uh that must give you such a charge do you still get the same charge out of it I do because I love to sing and so anytime I'm on stage or anywhere where there's a bunch of people listening to me I I love that and I always have because I know I'm doing something that I love and the fact that they love something that I love is very very it, it's euphoric for me I I think that's fantastic I'm just very lucky that I have this particular job I I didn't pick it because of any other reason than that was just what my I mean, the first band I joined when I was 17, that's what they were doing, rhythm and blues, and that's where I it just started from there. And then I just always listened to Aretha Franklin and Johnny Hathaway and, and Ray Charles, and, and that's been my guide. And so how how great a life have I, am I having, having those people as my guides? And, you know, I, I consider myself very fortunate. And I'm still going. I've got a long way to go. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Very glad to hear it. You're in a business, Renee, in which you don't see too many women, though, of a certain age. Do you feel any kind of lack of respect from the young ones, or are they completely starstruck in the presence of greatness? As a matter of fact, I get more respect from young folk than I do from older folk. And so I've always respected the young folk. I, I did a um, some award show in. Brisbane or something a few years ago and I got on stage and these two young girl rappers were just like moony-eyed and um, I invited them on stage with me when I sang Man's World and they did their little raps while I sang Man's World. They, they just couldn't believe it. I've never received such reactions and such treatment from people my own age. In fact, people my own age give me the shits. You know, they they seem to, you know, it's sort of like they're, they're sort of like, oh, look, I'm still here, aren't I fabulous? And I just think, oh, dear, you know, I, I like hanging with the young ones. Mm. I like it. Mm. Keeps you young. Well, I, I, I sort of ha- am young. I'm In my head, I'm very young. And so I relate to those people much more than I relate to the other people. I just do. Yeah. How has your performance, has it changed over the years? I mean, obviously it must a little bit, but but how do you now treat a gig when you're doing it at night? Is it any different or do you really not even think about it? Musically, vocally, nothing's changed. In fact, I'm probably better than ever, but... But physically, the only difference is I might have a stool on stage that I might have to sit on every now and then because, that you know, my whole right side is a little bit RSI from years and years of leaning on my right side, you know. I mean, I'm a much more of a show-off now than I ever was. I'm better now than I ever was as far as stage, you know, technique and everything and, and dealing with an audience. I, I'm just – I've been doing it so long. It just is second nature. And obviously people are there because they want to be there. So I, I have a, I always have a happy time because they're there for me. So I'm in my element. Vocally, I'm better than ever. Physically, meh, we'll see. <laughs> but it sounds like you're more confident. It actually sounds like you've sort of come into your own of at course, this stage of life. Yeah, of course. I, I am more confident. And, and Byron Bay the other week was just so fantastic. I felt like sort of every now and then saying, you know, I'm – 
you know, getting on in age. You know, I felt like I needed to say that in case they weren't enjoying it enough, you know. And then I just, someone on in the band said, you don't have to do that, Renee. Shut up. <laughs> There's always someone in a band who'll say something like that. I, I'm thinking also, wasn't George Benson there? Isn't he 80? Well, if I'm 69... God knows what he is because he was always older than me. Yeah. <laughs> so who knows how old he is? He he should has he should not be alive by now. I mean, is that that was <laughs> that's a miracle that he was there. Who do you like to sing with these days? Well, I've never done many duets or anything, so I, I've never sort of had a habit of singing with people other than musicians. To me, I'm still very ego-driven as far as I want the best musicians, always, because the best musicians make me look really good and I, I still have that mentality. So I'm always looking for the best guys to play with. Mm. Mm. If, if there's anybody that I really have an affinity with, it's a, a very dear friend of mine is Bonnie Raitt, you oh, know, wow. from America. Yeah, I used to house-sit Bonnie Raitt's house when I lived there when I was, wasn't on the road in Australia and I'd lived there. And we would, you know, each look after each other when we were out of town or when we were in town. And there's someone who I look up to in terms of we're sort of cut sort of from the same cloth but from complete different ends of the earth and different kind of, you know, upbringings, different religions, different everything, and yet we're kind of really similar, you know. And uh, she's someone I really look up to. So I, I, I was reading today, um, Renee, because, you know, she's got a new album out, which is doing amazingly well, and she's on tour and was going to be joined on stage at various times by Lucinda Williams and Mavis Staples. And, I, and so that's why Ooh. I asked you, who would you like to sing with these days if either of those um, singers appeal to you? Because we're in Australia, we are geographically a bit challenged and we can't always perform with people that we want to perform with. But if I had my druthers or if I could have anyone that I wanted to, I mean, Mavis Staples for a start, mm. that would that would be already a great thing. I mean, Aretha's gone now, but, uh, you know, that was my big dream. I've got a big fat tattoo of her on my arm, which is the only tattoo I'll ever have, uh, and I'm proud of it. I just love her since I was – since I was a little girl, I've just loved Aretha Franklin. So that would have been something that I would have aspired to all my life, but she's gone now. Golly, you know, Donny Hathaway was someone that I just adored, would have loved to have sung with him, and I, I, I basically stole a whole bunch of his phrasings and things for a little while in my life. I just loved him so much. The R&B and the blues particularly, you know, there's that soul side of it which is really what a what a great singer can impart, I think. That's why so many of your songs that I, you know, particularly for people who are growing up through the 70s, they're just in our heads and they're not going to go anywhere. And that's because you had such a great voice. But I think a great voice connects with people because it's, it's almost like, you know, you're singing from your soul in a way. Yes, but it's also very much to do with the songs that I sang and the picking the right songs because it's very much, it's not just the voice. There's been many people with great voices that have just gone by the wayside. I think it's all to do with the songs that you sing and they've got to be really good songs along with the great voice and the great interpretation of maybe other people's songs, which is what I what, what I pride myself in. I You know, from Say I Love You to If Loving You Is Wrong to all those things were done by other people and I've in, reinterpreted them and that's what I think my strength is. You know, I'm a really good interpreter. Mm -hmm. Renee, um, 
you still have ambition, you still have ego, um, you still have drive. It's a wonderful thing. You're not going to go quietly into that dark night, are you? I am not going quietly. No, no, I'm not. (laughs) No, I'm not. What can I say? No, I'm not going quietly. My parents lived to their, you know, early 90s, so I'm good with the gene pool. So let's hope I've got another couple of decades and people are not, Finish with me yet. <laughs> or I'm not finished with people yet. <laughs> Do you identify with other, you know, almost 70-year-olds, Rene, or not? No, no, no. I consider 70-year-olds old folk. And um, I know I'm an old folk, technically. Like, again, I'm going to say on paper. <laughs> However, I don't feel like an old folk. I don't. In my brain, I'm not an old folk. I, I just don't relate. I see an old lady or an old man on the street, and I'm supposed to think, "Well, that that's meant to be me." And I'm just, I still go, "Oh, that poor old lady. Can I help you, old lady?" You know, I'm. I think of helping the lady rather than thinking, "Oh, that's like me." I would never ask for any help. That lady probably would go, "No, leave me alone." When. Friends of mine are turning uh, now in their late 60s and now coming into the 70s. When there's a birthday, like my brother, I've got two brothers, an older one, a much older one, and one just 11 months older than me, and he turned 70 when I turned 69. And that's a big thing for me, just to think Mm. that my little brother, my brother is 70. You know, it's for me that's a hard one to fathom. Friends, you touched on friends, and friends really are, you know, are, are something, particularly as you get a bit older, you really do choose but also hang on to. Have you got a, a, a real coterie of friends and mates? I, most of my good friends are, have been with me for many, many years. I don't have, like, suddenly new friends. But every now and then I meet young people at events that I might be at and I make new friends that way and that that's great. But um, my good friends are, are still the same people that have been there for many, many years. So friends and family have been, been around a long time and they look out for me too. They sort of see that I've hung in with this thing for a really long time and they they want to keep it pristine just as I do. You know, they, they are really protective of me in terms mm. of my career and, and keeping going. Hmm. Fantastic. And so uh, you obviously don't, uh, retirement is not on your radar, Rene. You know, it sounds like a nice word, retirement. And do you get a present for it? Do you get anything? (laughs) A biscuit. You get a biscuit. You know, if they gave me money or they gave me presents or if I got something as a reward, you know, maybe, but I'm not, I'm, I'm not ready to actually retire in terms of from my waist up. Um, I'm in good shape and I, I just can't think of stopping yet, you know. Mm. But like I said, physically, my legs, my knees, my right shoulder, you know, like I'm physically I have some RSI and and, and I'm getting, starting to feel the effects of of age on that level. But I'll I'll go in a wheelchair then. As long as my throat's going, I'm going to be singing. So people just need to just uh, just settle down because I'm going to be around a while. (laughs) So That's so great. (laughs) <laughs> Renee, thank you. It's been a delight and a pleasure to chat with you on our uh, Suddenly Senior podcast, my darling. Great to see you again and to hear you again. Thank you, guys. Yeah, thank you, Renee. See you, honey. Bye. See you, darlings. Bye. I think we're heading there. Yeah. We're heading, heading in the, in the right, right direction. direction. For your love and, <laughs> love and, and affection. <laughs> Is it going to be a brand, brand new star? star? 
the way to your heart. <laughs> hey, so thank you so much for tuning in to Suddenly Senior. And if you would like to give us some feedback or come up with any suggestions for topics or people that you'd like us to invite onto the podcast, we'd love you to just go to our Facebook page. Thank you. Please like and also subscribe. Thank you for listening. I'm Angela Caterns. I'm Ian Rogerson. Leave a comment, as long as it's nice. <laughs> if it's not, that's right. Fuck off. Yes. See you next time, Ange. Bye. And I want wine with my meds. <laughs> <laughs>